In this video, I'm going to give you 10 tips on how to get a tech job in 2022. So, gang, this is fuck. Uh, I'm just going to edit it. Fuck it. There off the top of it. Hey, gang, in this video, I'm going to give you 10 tips on how to get a job in 2022. All right, gang, first time being here. I'm Rob from ITMasterKey.com, and my job is to help each and every one of you guys get certified. So in this video, I'm going to give you 10 really quick tips on how to land a tech job in 2022. So we know over the last few years, there's been a lot of different changes, whether it's automation and different industries have been affected by uh, the C word. So I'm just going to say the C word because for some reason, YouTube gets upset and the algorithm uh, pretty much knock your damn channel into oblivion if you say the C word. So we're going to go over this uh, this blog, um, one of the best blogs I've ever seen. Um, and we're going to go over the 10 steps that they think that you should use to actually land a job in 2022. So let's go through this stuff, uh, break it down as a family. If you could do me a, a favor, I would appreciate if you would like this video and subscribe to the channel. All right. So that's the only um, entry fee is liking this damn video and subscribing. So long story short, there's a few things that you can do to land a tech job. First thing, first thing that you have to do, you got to take action, man. You have to take action. Don't wait around. Uh, don't wait for somebody to put you on. Don't wait for um, the jobs to come to you. Nobody's going to, unless you're just really killing it out there, right? Unless you're just omnipresent, you're killing it on YouTube, you're killing it on LinkedIn, you're killing it on Instagram, you're killing it everywhere. And everybody knows exactly what you do and everybody wants to work with you. If that's not the case, make sure that you take an action. So it means that you need to be applying, right? Applying for the position that you want. And if you unemployed, you need to be applying for the damn position that you want and the ones that you uh, the ones that you want and even the ones that you don't want. Because right now, your main objective isn't working in tech. Your main objective is just getting employed, getting a gig. Now, if that employment seems to be in the IT space, good for you. But if it's not, you got to pay your damn bills. You got to feed your family. So just make sure that um, you are applying. So just start uh, critique your resume, apply, apply, apply the um organizations or the jobs that give you an interview great the ones that don't give you an interview that's great as well the ones that don't give you the interview they can also be a very pivotal in what you may be doing wrong whoever the hiring manager is whoever the recruiter is you can actually maybe reach out to them figure out who they are via linkedin instagram social media it's not hard to find you know who people are so you'll get with the hiring manager not to beg for the position not to ask why the hell you didn't hire me just ask hey um is there anything i could have did differently was it something that you saw on my resume or something in my experience that made you uh, go with a different candidate or what happened now a lot of times they may not say uh, nothing to you but don't worry about that the one and two that you do uh, get a reply from use that as constructive criticism and just move forward uh, doing whatever you need to do and eventually you'll land a job so just remember that a lot of times 
with these different types of jobs in tech, it offers a lot of flexibility, super fast career advancement, and most importantly, a lot of times, a lot of money. So what does that mean? When there's a lot of money involved, that means there's going to be a lot of competition involved. Okay. So just make sure that you uh, relax, keep on applying because eventually um, you're going to make it happen. Next thing is you need to humble yourself, right? So what I've noticed is, especially this is a, 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 a damn, a, a big message or a big thing that I see with people transitioning. Um, you know, I was a XYZ and I was making 80,000. I was a, a, a plumber. I was a mechanic. I was a, a CEO. I was a project manager, blah, 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 blah. But if it wasn't, if it wasn't in tech, you need to humble yourself. Okay. You got to humble yourself because just because you was making 90 grand in your last job, that don't mean that you're going to make 90 grand in this job. And to put things in perspective, so let me uh, blow myself up. So I make sure that this hits home to put things in perspective. Um, you was making 90 grand uh, after being there for five years, 10 years, however many years you didn't start off making 90 grand. You started off as an entry level fill in the blank, right? So when you come into tech, you're probably going to be entry level. Now, the good news is most tech jobs, the entry level salary is a whole hell of a lot more than it is in uh, other industries. And another good thing is the possibility of actually getting $100,000 is a lot higher in tech than it is in uh, other industries. And you probably can get there a lot faster. And the whole thing is this, uh, you don't have to make six figures. There's a lot of people, you know, living comfortably um, on, you know, 70 grand a year. Shit, there's some people living comfortably on $35,000 a year. But me, for myself, you know, I want the most for myself and I want the most for you guys. So why not go after the biggest bag that you can find, right? So uh, remain humble and just understand that uh, this is a process and nobody owes you anything. Even if you get certified, even if you um, do all these other extra things, nobody owes you anything, okay? So let me bring the article back up. So a big, 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 I don't know how many times I'm going to say damn big, but um, a big thing is networking, right? You got to make sure that your network is up to par. Got to make sure that your network is up to par. So a lot of times people get in position or get positions and they may not even be the most qualified. They may not even be uh, the best for the job. A lot of times it's somebody's nephew or somebody's auntie or somebody's cousin or somebody's homeboy or somebody's homegirl. So if you have a network with people that's making it happen and you actually are qualified, you had the certifications, you had the degrees, you have the experience, it's even easier to move into those slots. Now, let's step back. Let's say that you don't have the experience or you got certs, but you ain't got the experience or you got the experience, you ain't got the certs. No one knows people can you know catapult you to a place that you want to be, right? So for me, for example, right, I'm trying to uh, blow this channel completely up, right? Um, the courses are doing fine. They, they damn near are selling themselves now. Um, not trying to toot my own horn, but to toot, you know, people are literally enrolling. Well, as you watch this damn video, people are enrolling. So my next step is to blow this channel up, right? 
And I've gotten on certain platforms just through networking, just from knowing this person and knowing that person. And when it comes to um, networking, it can be um, a little scary, right? It can be a, a little scary. It can be daunting. It can feel like, damn, I don't feel like talking to these people. I don't want to do this, blah, 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 blah. But you got to keep your uh, end goal in mind, right? So don't allow your fear. Don't allow anxiety. Don't allow uh, your ego or you thinking you're too damn cool to talk to people or ask them for favors or ask them for advice or ask them for tutelage stand in the way of uh, your ultimate goal so another thing that i see when it comes to networking people always be like well i'm an introvert i gotta i gotta you know an introvert i, I can't you know i don't really like talking about man don't nobody care about that me don't nobody care about that i'm an introvert i'm an introvert but i'm on youtube i talk to fucking uh hundreds of people uh literally uh i probably talked to close to a hundred people a week right and i'm an introvert um but my end goal my reason for having this channel my reason for having a blog my reason for having these courses um of course there's a financial gain in it i mean i'm not gonna lie about that but um it's like just a double whammy it's just you know two for one i get paid and I get to help people get paid. You understand what I'm saying? So um, that introvert shit is not going to fly over here. Don't nobody care if you're an introvert. You know, Sprint don't care. Uh, Verizon don't care. T-Mobile don't care. Uh, what's some other bill companies? Your, your cable company don't care. Netflix don't care. The bills that you have to pay, your, your gas, the, the, the you know, your, your, the, your car for gas don't care about none of that. You got to pay your bills, man. And uh, tech affords you the possibility of making more money than you've ever made so like i said if you let your fear uh, overcome getting to the bag uh, that's going to be unfortunate but you can definitely make um a lot of money in this field um, another thing um, when it comes to networking is always okay write this down like uh the video right now because i'm about to drop a bomb on i'm about to drop a, a gem on you make sure that you're ready make sure you got your pen and your paper or if you're um in 2021 you can just scroll it down in your phone add value first let me make myself big again just in case you didn't hear me add value first okay these people are strangers when you a lot of times when you're networking with people or if somebody's doing something that you want to do a lot of times you don't know these people so don't just come straight out asking for shit. um try to add value to them first right don't just ask hey man can you be my mentor hey man i get certified hey man blah blah, blah. so a lot of times um you know and then I'll, I'll, I'll put it back to me a lot of times and my students i don't have to necessarily do that even though I try to with a lot of people, like I said, I've been on a bunch of different platforms and a lot of times it was just off the strength of me knowing other people and me already providing value to those people. Or um, with this YouTube channel, a lot of people kind of can see what I do and say that I've been doing this uh, for a few years and you know I provided value. So when you reach out to somebody, um, no matter if they're a millionaire or they're at the top of their game, people always need something. You know, whether it's shit, it may be, from you know let's say that you uh, make art or something you can just make them a one-of-a-kind art piece you can 
go get coffee. You can, um, you know, check the emails for them. You can do, you know, I don't know, go see their sick grandma, whatever the hell they need you to do. Try and do it. If you if you really think having that person in your network would be that beneficial. Um, one thing, you know, as I get older is that I don't have, you know, a lot of y'all, you know, if you scroll through your contacts in your phone right now, most of the people can't do nothing for you. It's funny. As soon as I did that, my phone started ringing, and that's actually somebody that I shouldn't be hanging up on. But you guys are more valuable. I mean, you guys are more important right now. So, um, the thing is this, right? You have to provide value first. What I was gonna say is, if you have a bunch of people in your phone that are I don't say useless, but can't really do nothing for you. It's like, why even have them people around? Why are you talking to these people? So, you know, like right now, go on your call log and see who you've been texting, who you've been talking to, and how beneficial is that relationship to you and your goals, right? Now, some people you got to love from a distance. Hello? I'm working. You okay? And says you was pregnant. Is it Laura? How much is it supposed to be? I'm saying what's like a what's like a what's like a low low what's like a low and you should be pregnant. And your shit is two hundred or something. That's what's up, man. They just just called you. Okay. Good man. So you feel better now? Or what? Oh, so did you, I guess you can't ask them shit. Do we still gotta stay keep giving you these stomach shots or what? So she said, don't change shit. Okay. Well, that's good. I don't know. What was you nervous about? That's what I wasn't getting. All right. Huh? Yeah, are you excited? You was damn, damn freaking out about the past hour earlier. What was it? What was it when you was, um, you remember? What about the time before that? When you, uh, when they split? Or you don't remember? Oh. 
Damn. God is good, man. Fuck. It was 19. I ain't know it that fucking long. God damn. Anyway, God is good. See, you said you was uncomfortable, man, because you said your body is trying to damn make up to him or trying to sustain to you. I said two. Oh, yeah, you too, I guess. Uh -huh. Or you were saying something. What the fuck was you saying? You should be. You sure? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I won't say that it just is what it is. I mean, it's just you have to deal with, you know, you know, if shit go left. What time they want you to go? What time they want you to go?
sorry about that uh, i thought it was somebody i was going to be able to uh not answer the phone for but like i said when people in your network when they need something you got to be there and that was somebody i had to be there for so um networking like i said always provide value first always 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 provide value first don't just go right out and be asking for stuff okay Let's see what the next tip is All right, so I kind of already talked about this already. Apply, apply, and apply again, right? So keep on applying. Another thing is, gang, if you want to see this blog, it's over at certification.tips, a bunch of uh, tech reviews, a bunch of job info, a lot of certification tips as well. So apply, apply, apply. A lot of times it's a numbers game, right? Applying to one, two, three jobs. That's not going to work, man. You need to be applying to 20, 30, 40. If you're really, really trying to get a gig, you need to be applying to at least 10 to 20 jobs a day, 10 to 20 jobs a day. And these jobs can be spread out. Another thing with technology and IT and tech, working in tech, you may have to move and shape, right? If you living in damn uh, middle of nowhere, Arkansas, there's probably not too many tech jobs there. So you may have to move to Houston. Or you may have to move to Austin. Or you may have to move to... Um, uh, Michigan or you may have to move to California you may have to move to a lot of different places to wherever those jobs are right and maybe just move there for a year or two um, and get your feet wet now I'm not saying that you have to move right because I don't want you to move your whole life you get there the job sucks you hate it blah blah, blah. but you may have to uh, make some sacrifices uh, move somewhere that you don't want to go to go somewhere that you don't want to go to to get um the job that you're looking for right so but hopefully um you're living somewhere that there is a good market for the jobs you're trying to get that's another thing make sure that you're looking at the trends looking on looking on uh, indeed look on a monster look on glass door to see what the hell are people actually hiring for and start working towards those skills so you can get a job okay another thing gang you got to prepare for rejection you're going to get a whole hell of a lot of no's. I'm talking about a whole bunch of no's. Uh, you're probably going to get more no's and yeses, but you only need one yes for the company that you're looking for, right? You're going to get more no's and yeses, but especially if you're applying, like I told you, um, you're going to get way more no's and yeses. Uh, for example, uh, when I was getting out of the military, I started applying for jobs about six months before I uh, got out and by the time I got out I had about 10 job offers so you have to prepare another thing is I want this exist unless you know they up there uh, whooping your ass uh, keeping your check uh, doing some weird stuff I wouldn't advise you quitting your job before having another job so I've done that before uh, somehow it always worked out for me but I wouldn't recommend it for anybody else it's pretty stressful <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend it for nobody else but um yeah uh make sure that you prepare for rejection because you're going to get rejected it's just going to happen um if you're enjoying the video as always make sure that you like subscribe and share this with anybody it can benefit from here is a message from our sponsors 
to land an IT role, most likely you have to have some type of education. That education can come from degrees or even certifications. Speaking of certifications, over at itmagicky.com, our Zero to Hero bundle is still enrolling, helping people get seven certifications, three of the certifications being some of the most popular certifications in the industry. So if you're looking for some training online, got vouchers, hundreds of damn testimonials, helped out a bunch of people, head over to itmagicky.com. So let's talk about making sure that your resume is up to snuff. So most times there's going to be a machine, a bot, or some type of software that's going to see your machine, your damn machine, not your machine, going to see your resume before anybody else sees it, right? So you want to make sure that your resume is optimized. So you need to have several different versions of your resume. You need to have a bunch of different versions of your resume. The same resume isn't going to necessarily work for every different position now you can pretty much have one resume for every different position okay maybe one for help desk one for cybersecurity analyst one for network engineer right but if you can't use the help desk resume for the network engineer um job you can't use a network engineer for the project management job makes sense so make sure that you have at least you know maybe three to five workable uh, resumes and the way that you can optimize it the easiest way I found to get through um, the uh, uh, resume software is to make sure that all of the keywords that are in the job posting are also reflected inside of your resume. Because a lot of times this software, it doesn't have certain keywords. And if it doesn't match the description of the resume or excuse me, of the job description, you may not get the job or you may not even get a call back because it doesn't look like you actually know what the hell you're doing. It looks like you're not a match to the software. So um, a quick little hack for that is all you have to do is now make sure that you are uh, prepared. Make sure that you're uh, qualified. Make sure that you can you know halfway do the damn job before you do this, because I don't want you to lie on your damn resume. But um, copy the job posting. Right. And then paste it inside of the your resume right so copy the job posting and paste it inside of your resume then after that highlight the job posting make it the smallest font as possible and turn the black lettering to white that way it will look invisible okay it will look invisible uh if you print it out uh, if that didn't make sense then i don't know you maybe shouldn't be working in tech maybe you need the you know ups is hiring but um that is a way to optimize your resume right just make sure that it looks um like you would match up be a perfect match for um that job so another thing is you may want a different uh, version you may want a version of your resume that's going to be submitted for the bots and then a resume that it's going to be handed and submitted to a person all right most times for resumes you want to just have one page right uh one page resume so, you know, if you've been doing something, you know, if you're in your 30s or 40s, you probably had a bunch of different jobs. A lot of times what works best is just putting the stuff on there that's most relevant to um, whatever job you're applying for. If they ask for any other work experience or something like you can explain that during the interview. And you want to make sure that it's easily understood what the hell you can do and what you've done. 
So a lot of times what, um, you know, I have my students do uh, or advice that I give to uh, my coaching clients is that just have at the top of the damn resume, just have bullet points, education. I got a high school diploma. I got a bachelor's degree certifications. I got a plus net plus security plus uh, prior uh, job titles, project manager. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Just so somebody can look at it, skim it. OK, I can see instead of just having a bunch of, you know, random text and shit that people, you know, because like I said, people only scan it a couple of times and you want to make sure that when they scan it through it, they know exactly where you've been, what you're doing and what you can actually do for the company. OK, um, let's talk about interview etiquette. Right. So interview etiquette. So. When you're inside of an interview, right, try, I know it's hard, but try to relax, right? Don't be too relaxed. You know, don't damn unbutton your shirt and start uh, burping or something, but just be relaxed, right? The people that are sitting across the table from you uh, were once in your position. And um, if they're not assholes, you know, they won't be assholes during an interview. So just, I know it's nervous. I know it's nerve wracking. Um, and a lot of times in the, in the interview process, if they are going super hard and doing too much, maybe that's not somewhere you want to work anyway. Right. So you need to treat the interview as if not only are they interviewing you to see if you're a good fit, but you're interviewing them to see if they're a good fit. Right. So let's just give you some some basic rules. Right. Uh, that usually works. Um, I would say don't show up on time. Right meaning that you need to show up a little bit early, but not too damn early, right? Don't be sitting in the parking lot the night before waiting for them to open up. So maybe about 15 minutes before, 15 minutes before should be cool. 15 minutes before um, the interview should be cool. When you go inside of um, the building, most likely you're going to be greeted by a receptionist. Make sure that you are nice to the receptionist. Make sure that you are nice to the receptionist. Because a lot of times the hiring manager is going to come back out there and ask for her feedback or his feedback, right? His or her feedback about, hey, how did you feel um, uh, about this guy or this girl? Okay, so make sure that, I mean, and just, you know, it's you know, common decency, be, be nice to people. Um, I would advise, of course, taking a shower, but I wouldn't advise wearing any uh, cologne or perfume because just because that stuff smells good to you, doesn't mean it smells good to other people. And, you know, some people, you know, they, they put on too much old karate, old spice uh, or high karate, uh, white diamonds. You know, just just, you know, sometimes people drown themselves in X. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to smell that. Um, another thing I would suggest um, this is all, you know, I know you guys are super smart. So, you know. Talking about perfume and cologne, don't do that. Also, if you're a smoker, I would advise you know, unless I don't know. I know they really addictive, but I would advise not smoking, man, before you go in there. You know, maybe just light up after you get up out of there. But um, for me, right, for me, you know, I'm not a smoker. And if somebody came in to smell like cigarettes, it would be a, I would want to get the interview over as fast as hell. Um, but um, that's just a personal preference. Um, and whether it smells good to you or it smells bad to me, I just think if you go in there and not smelling like anything, it would be uh, the most beneficial for you. Um, when you go inside the interview, make sure that you, if it's a panel interview, make sure that you, you know, acknowledge everybody, um, shake their hands. Uh, if it's, you know, because of the C word is weird, uh, you know, just make sure to wave or acknowledge each person. Um, and when you sit down, like I said, get comfortable, deep breaths. Um, don't feel like you got to rush your answers. Don't feel like you have to um, tell them what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. With 
Babe, I'm trying to make a video. Damn. Aww. I done told you this shit like 10 times. Bye. Um. All right, so. So just relax, um, but don't be too relaxed and just ensure that you know what's on your resume if they bring it up. And one big thing is don't feel pressured to just come up with some shit. In other words, don't buy. All right. If you don't know something, tell them, hey, I'm not sure. I've never worked with that um, or ask them to clarify, because sometimes in interviews, it's like the, inter the the questions may not even make sense to the damn interviewer. Uh, they may ask you a question, just ask them, can you clarify or, or give me an example of what you mean? Or have, um, is that something that you've encountered since you've been here? You know, so just something to try. If it's something that you either don't understand, um, ask them to clarify. If you do understand, but don't know what the hell the answer is, just tell them, I'm not sure. You know, I've never run across that. I don't know what the answer is to that. But once this interview is concluded, I'll go do some research. And if you want me to, I'll come back and I'll with the answer for you. Um, yeah, that's about it as far as interview etiquette, man. Just don't do anything crazy. You know, this is a common sense stuff, common sense stuff, I would hope. Education and certifications. So this is real simple, too. Um, your education um, will take you a long way in tech. If you are in IT, looking to get into IT, you got to be a forever learner, right? So even though I'm a, a teacher, I'm teaching people this stuff, I have to read up on stuff. I have to uh, buy courses. I have to enroll in stuff to stay abreast of what's going on just so I can show you guys uh, what's going on. Now, for me, I was been most beneficial for me. And did I scroll past this shit too fast? Let me see. Do, do, do. Uh, let me scroll up a little bit. So what's been most beneficial for me has been <clears throat> excuse me certifications right so i have um degrees as well but what's been more most uh beneficial for me and gave me and my students the most bang for their bucks is certifications right certifications um most times don't have any prerequisites so you can take it whenever you want to um two most of them are affordable right so a couple thousand dollars as opposed to fifty, sixty thousand dollars for a degree, and whether it's certifications, um, degrees, boot camps, whatever you're doing, just make sure that you're staying on the course. You already know that at Master IT we offer training for certifications. So if you're looking for uh, different certifications, uh, primarily the CompTIA. Uh, big three a plus net plus security plus we can knock those out for you so i'm not going to dwell too much time on that because you already know if you want to be in tech you got to be a forever learner got to have education got to have certifications now experience is one thing that people think is hard to come by like damn okay i get these certs how the hell do i get experience i've said this a bunch of times in other videos but i'll say it again 
you don't want to discount the experiences that you already had. Most of us have reset a, a router. Most of us have set up a printer. Most of us have had to troubleshoot our phones, right? All of those things with the right language can be counted as experience. Now, this is going to tie in with the next tip. You need to get mentorship and guidance, and that can fall into the experience piece. Wherever you work at right now, nine times out of 10, they have an IT department, a tech department, a help desk, a phone number you got to call or something, right? You need to, which was one of the earlier tips, network with these people, right? Especially if these people are in a position that you want to be in. So if it's if you're working closely with, if you can actually physically go to the tech department or IT department and talk to these guys, just tell them what you're trying to do. Hey, man, I'm, I'm thinking about getting the IT. You got any suggestions? You got anything I should do? Should I get certified? Should I get a degree? Now, these answers may vary. They may say, oh, you don't need no degree. Just get these certs. Or they may say, man, don't mess with them certs. Just get a degree. Or they may say, man, you don't need none of that shit. Just come over here and I'll give you a job, right? You, it just depends, right? And just make sure that uh, the mentor and the guidance that you fall underneath makes sense uh, and it works for you. You know, there's no, another, this is just some suggestions. This is just some tips. What's worked for me and my students, what certifications, uh, you may have a different uh, road path. I'm only telling you, you know, what's worked uh, for me uh, very well. <laughs> so uh, anyway, another thing is uh, mentorships. Uh, what is the word? For? Internships. Now, internships is like a, a dirty word, I guess, for some people, but you got to look at an internship as your education, right? So I'm working for free. Hell no, you get an education for free. Okay. You're not working for free. You get an education for free, uh, especially if the, the skills and the tools and seeing what people are doing, see and seeing how it's actually going to be when you actually uh, work in that space can be invaluable. So in short game, you really really let me scroll to the top this is uh an overview of everything you really just need to start man you need to start time is going by super fast um that's one of the reasons that i'm going so hard telling you guys hey get certified that's the reason i'm pumping out so much content is because time isn't gonna wait for nobody man um i for one am not gonna be a guy with a lot of regrets all of the stuff i say i'm gonna do it's gonna get done so i would suggest that you start as soon as possible man i would suggest that whatever your goals are you go after them um like literally or you can shut this damn video off uh or right after excuse me i finished talking which would be better i think uh you can uh go after your goals and do what you need to do right um if you've been following me for a long time if you've seen several of my videos, the message really hasn't changed. If you've been following me and subscribed and, oh, I'm thinking about thinking, 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 don't, you know, have paralysis by analysis. Because what's going to happen is, um, I can see it now, is that, you know, these courses, this channel, like, I'm not going to be doing this forever, man. Um, you don't want to look up 10 years from now and I'm down on a, on a damn uh, well, let me see a jet uh, that uh, is on a yacht 
that has Rolls Royces and uh, uh, gold toilets and uh, shit. No, my bad. I, I I went off on a tangent. Anyway, my goals are getting accomplished. Yours will too, uh, with the right work ethic. And other than that, I'm gonna see you guys in class.